friends. You're listening to TMI with Trina and Michelle. I'm Trina and I'm Michelle. And thanks for listening. Shut up, Donna. (laughs) We're doing it a little different tonight. We have kind of a, not a round table because I don't like any of those bitches on the round table. We're doing like a, um, I don't think that's a a hockey puck. Yeah, something. Yeah, the view. Nothing like the view. Actually, what we're doing is like a hockey stick, if you want the actual visual. We're not like around a circle. We're in like... We're at a bar. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) So, Michelle, I just want to jump right in and tell you what I'm excited about and what I want to talk about. Okay. Okay? Because I was so excited yesterday. I didn't get to see it because I was... um, I was at the Ronald McDonald house and I didn't get to see it. And I listened to it until I went there. And when I got there, John, I saw the whole thing and I never watched the whole Oreo game. And John means was, it, he was through, when I got to the Ronald McDonald house, he was, through, he, Amazing. he was through four or five innings, five innings. He was through five innings and the kid was on fire. And I, so I used to keep the book when my kids played softball, and I was always about pitch count, pitch pound. Pitch pound. <laughs> pitch pound. <laughs> Say pitch that count. really fast five times. And he was, his pitch count was just, I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And you, nobody ever likes to think it. Nobody ever likes to say it. But I was like, oh, my God, I think this kid might throw a no-hitter. And then you know what's funny? I was so fucking excited because guess what he did? He almost threw a perfect game. He, he, but, and here's the crazy thing. Here's the crazy thing. The last time when it happened in 1969, Jim Palmer, Jim Palmer, he walked four batters. John Means didn't walk, walk any batters. And nobody got a hit. Correct. John Means pitched to 27 batters. There was a base runner because of a drop third strike, but he got thrown out at second. So, yeah, because you know our catcher was pissed so, off. Correct. But let me just tell you what. No, he wasn't pissed off. Because yeah, he knew no, no, no. That he guy said, wasn't getting past No, he base. said Severino called an amazing game. He said he didn't shake off one pitch. I'll tell you what, John means I No, love- he was pissed off because the guy got to first. Yeah. So yeah. that guy wasn't getting past second. Right, right. But Severino called an amazing game because yeah. you know what? The pitcher catcher, whatever. Let me tell you what I saw today as a residual, okay? Um I saw that there's a sports talk radio host in North Carolina. His name is Josh Graham. And he shared a video that his dad sent him. His dad is, I don't know how old his dad is, but his dad's in the ICU and he's battling COVID. And his dad's like a huge Oriole fan. And and I think Josh's post said something like, nobody loves the Orioles more than my dad. Um, And I got this video. I watched the video. And to hear all that emotion in that man's voice... This man in ICU on COVID cheering for the Orioles. Cheer for the Orioles and he recorded it so he could send it to his son and share that moment. So I challenge any motherfucker out there that tell me that sports is not important, that it doesn't bring people together, and it's not like an awesome, amazing thing. Does anybody here disagree with that? Thoughts and observations. I'm just saying, you know, and then it pisses. I actually agree with that. Yeah, I I actually want to share. I haven't shared our businesses that we've highlighted on Facebook in a couple weeks, and I'm so sorry for that. Um, I'll get there. I'll get there. But I actually want to share Josh Graham's video post of his dad because I ugly girl cried today (laughs) when I watched it. I literally ugly because it made me think of my dad and, I mean, not my dad. 
maybe, well, it did, but my husband and his dad, and when his dad was in the hospital, Dennis would videotape all the Ravens games, and he would go up and watch the Ravens. He would videotape them. His dad was sick, and he would go up and watch the games in the morning before he went to work with his dad, and his dad didn't know the outcome. It was that kind of connection. So sports just bring people together. It does. It does. If you come from a family of sports, and I think everybody here has kids that they all played sports. And when they were younger, we sat at the baseball field every weekend for hours and hours for tournaments. And I kind of miss that. Well, and, and I think sports is something, let me tell you what, there is nothing better than a good rivalry a good friendly rivalry. If you're sitting, and, and not even about the kids, we'll, we'll take kids or out of it. Right? Non-friendly rivalry. Right. It, it's just fun, right? Nothing brings people together. So I have season tickets to the Ravens. Let me tell you what. I always get stuck on the end. We have four seats together, and I always get stuck on the end, and I always get stuck next to. There's broker seats next to us, so we typically have opposing teams fans or anybody's teams fan who or. You know, I don't even know who the hell is sat next to me most of the time. However, that being said, I've made some of the best friends because I'm just kind of like, you know, it's a You're fun a banter. Person. But it's a you fun friends anywhere, Trina. It doesn't have to be a sports. It's event. a fun banter. So I thought that was very cool yesterday. Woo woo. That is. So and be sure to put that video on. I am going to put that video Facebook on our Facebook page um, tonight or tomorrow. Not really sure. I don't, it's not going to happen tonight, people, but tomorrow. <laughs> or it could be on there by the time you're listening to this podcast. It will be there tomorrow. So, <laughs> so um, friends reunion. A friends reunion. First of all, how are you 49 years old and just started watching that show? I just started watching Friends what and is I wrong love with it. You? I love Friends. Gina, you never watched Friends? Ever. I never watched it. She just started watching it. She knew anything about anything about Friends? Well, I know this is the one where I get schooled because I never watched it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm pretty sure that our audience has not seen that. Have you watched Friends? So you're just the only Even Chris has watched it. I Dennis. never watched Friends. Uh, like 20 years ago, right? But you watched it. Yeah. How did you watch it? We were married. And I, you watched Friends and I didn't. What was I doing? Bathing children. <laughs> yes. Doing homework. <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. That was Friends. 25 years ago because they just finished their 25th reunion show. So you didn't show. have children. So what were you doing? Okay, so wait a minute. <laughs> I did. My kids will be 25 this year. So I had a newborn. Two two newborns. Two two. Um, two newborns. So wait, is yet. that a true thing? Are they really having a friends reunion? Like- no, they really are. The friends reunion is a wrap, and it's going to be on HBO Max. Like, is it just a talk show? Or no, 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 a- no, no, no. I don't know what it is. They they just finished. It's not just a talk. Oh, I don't give a shit about that's a talk a French, show. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air one. I think that's what I read. Is it just a talk? That's so disappointing. You know, the funny thing is, today I Googled interesting facts about Friends, the show, <laughs> and that you talk about it. Like, 
Phoebe didn't know how to play guitar before the French show. and She they, still doesn't know how to no, play. She knows like five tunes. They gave her guitar. They gave her guitar lessons, and she said, "I quit." She didn't want to learn, and it ended well because Smelly Cat had like three tunes. Okay. Well, you know what's funny? As I, I have one of my daughters wants to play guitar. We bought her a very nice, expensive guitar for Christmas, and it it's got dust on it. I want to learn how to play guitar. <laughs> Like electric guitar. I want to play an old school, like, big wooden guitar. I've got one upstairs. I want to learn how to play. <laughs> it might be hanging on the wall. I think I want to learn how to play. All right, Mother's Day. Do we want to talk about it or not? Sure. So this is all I have to say about Mother's Day. If you still have your mother, it you may... It sucks this year. For ahead. Michelle, it does. And, well, you know, it sucks... Sorry about the trains in the background. That's my life. That's, that's um, who we are. Right? I'm just glad I'm just glad we I'm live not... on we live on the opposite a side of the tracks, you know, where the people well, don't like us. No, we live on the right side of the tracks. No, we live on the side where the people don't like us. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just gonna tell you, um, Mother's Day, if you still have your mom, be very, very grateful. Um, if you are estranged from your mom and your mom is still alive, fix it. Fix it, because you only get one. Unless she did some really cruddy. And even if she did, you still only get one, and you're still gonna want that. And so long as she's alive, there still is hope. Um, that being said, this is Michelle's first mother to stay without her mom, and it's a difficult one. So keep Michelle in your prayers. And, um, and this the rest will, of right, the right, and the rest of the family. And um, for me, this will be my seventeenth Mother's Day without my mom. Um, and I'm telling you, some some are harder than others, and I'm not gonna know how that's gonna feel to me until Sunday. Anyway, that being said, thank you, Woodrow Wilson, for signing Mother's Day into. Um, 1914 is when Woodrow Wilson signed a joint resolution resolution designating the second Sunday in Mother's in May as Mother's Day. And the woman, Anna Jarvis, um, that was behind the whole push for that, she actually ended up getting arrested. She ended up getting arrested because, so she pushed the day and then flowers being sold and people were making money and she was totally against that. So beginning around 1920, she urged people to stop buying flowers and gifts. And then she ended Why? up- Because she didn't want people to make money. Because she said, she said, and I quote, um, that you, what did she say? I'm, I'm gonna find it. She said that Mother's Day should be a day of sentiment and not profit. And it wasn't what she wanted. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, Shell, I have a real question for you right now. Actually, enough with the Mother's Day stuff. Um, I just want to know, if you could be, if you could not, if you could commit a crime and couldn't be Murder. convicted of it, wh what criminal charge? Murder. <laughs> Can I finish my question? Yes. What criminal charge would you like to be immune to? A murder. 
do you want to disclose who you want to murder? And I, as no, I, I was gonna say, as but I as feel your, like as your law and order attorney, because you know I could be an attorney. I've watched so much freaking law and order. I could be an attorney. I'm gonna tell you right now that crime. Don't talk about it. But you said I'd be immune to it. <laughs> you would so. be. Yeah, but then I'm but, just gonna but, say this. this Anybody who knows me well enough knows. Knows. They know. You Murder. know. You know. You know. I know. I know. I know. Y'all well, know who would be going well, down Well, you want to know what crime I would want to, like, be immune to? Because I think it would make us all very, very rich if I could do this. Rob a bank? Nope. Rob the U.S. Mint. Tax evasion. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather rob the U.S. Mint. It's a lot more quicker. It's a murder, lot quicker. Because I could murder a lot of people. A I lot more murder, quicker. I could murder That's a lot Bill more quicker, Gates. Ron. <laughs> I could murder Bill Gates and take all his shit. Oh, my God. They're getting divorced. No, that's two crimes. You said murder. No, you said murder. You said murder and I take mean, his shit. And but take his shit. But if he's dead and I'm crimes. already there and he's got But then money. that's two crimes. See how that works? See how that works? So you get one crime. I'm still going with murder. I'm sticking to it. All right. Well, I am going with... Manslaughter. I'll go with manslaughter. I'm telling you what. I, I'm i telling you, tax evasion. I think I could be rich as fuck if I never had to pay taxes. What are you going to do? Rob the U.S. Mint. Donna. Just become rich real quick. We, we got Donna in the house. <laughs> Don, what are you doing? I was walking no. <laughs> no, what 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 crime would well, that's you not a crime, so what crime would you get? I mean, I think this is a good question for a good discussion, right? I say murder slash manslaughter for me. What oh. would you do? I mean, I first I like thought I first right thought here. rob a bank and <laughs> like I first thought like Money, like, like rob a bank was my mm -hmm. first thought, but then I was like, Yeah, but then I'm stealing from someone. Tax evasion to me, like when I You're got this from question, the and fuck them. well, then fuck them because they steal from me every day. So I, that's why I was like, tax evasion. Just let me not ever pay taxes ever again. Like on anything, let me evade taxes when I buy a new car. Let me evade taxes when I file. Well, guess what? I don't have to pay anything. You're free to go, Miss Clampett. <laughs> what, 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 what crime would you want to get away with? disclose that <laughs> and you know what i as your law and order attorney i as my oh. own legal counsel <laughs> <laughs> you know chris asked me last night because we happened to watch a shit law and order and the dude was his own legal counsel chris said what kind of person he said you know like sociopaths like they all say they're super smart and that's why they're their own attorney? Would you really be your own attorney? Do you think I, I mean I'd let you be my, my attorney? To somebody else? I'd let you be my attorney. <laughs> I tell you There you have it, people. <laughs> you wanna know who I actually well it depends on it depends. But I'm telling you there are well, it used to be three people and now it's two that I would let be my attorney. It would be my dad, but he's dead, so that's not gonna work. Um <laughs> Or it would be Dennis or Haley, because... That's three people. I understand, but not one of them have a law degree. But those three people right there that I just named, my dad, Dennis, and Haley... Because they wouldn't throw you under the bus? Number one, they wouldn't throw me under the bus. Number two, nobody, nobody... Are they listening to our podcast? ...can make an argument 
better than that. What's happening? I don't know. Popo drove, drove by twice. I'm not sure if they're listening to our podcast. We in trouble. Whoop, whoop. Anyway, you said we were on the wrong <laughs> side of the tracks. Well, we are. We might be. Oh, geez. All right, Michelle, I got something else for you. What is what something you, you really resent paying for? What do you hate paying for? And I'll tell you what I hate paying for. Yeah, I don't know. Anything um, that's overpriced. I don't mind paying my fair share, but don't overcharge me. So I, as much as I love baseball and as much as I love going to the games, I don't like paying $6 for a bottle of water. I don't. I actually would agree with that because you know what that pisses made me, me mad off. about the baseball season when they opened it up this year that when you have kids, the stadium is expensive. For a family of three or four to go to a game is ridiculous. So the fact that they have vendors outside where you could buy your hot dogs but you and can, buy your but they don't, But they don't have that in. And you can't, saying, take, you can't take that in off. anymore. So that's, that's what pisses me off. Right. Because, you know, Chris and I would take Nick and Jake and their friends to the game and we would buy our hot dogs and our sodas outside and our chips outside. So we would have them inside when, you know, the kids wanted because their Because you, you pay enough for the seats. It's you pay ridiculous. En- right. And the then that's... That I feel like you don't see families at the games anymore. Well, you, and they're paying for it. And if you do, it is... You don't. If you, you don't. do, they are... They're white, wealthy. White privilege. Did you just do that? I did. They're white privilege. But sometimes people. they're not white. I'm just saying. But anyway, they're privileged people. Well, that's true too. They are privileged people. And I only say, I just hate overpaying for anything. And that is one thing I hate. You know, I okay. can only pay for overpay for things at like sporting events. Or, and no, that no, ridiculous. no, that's not true. That's not true either. You know what else I hate over that I hate paying for? Like when you go to Vegas and you're gambling, they'll bring you a drink. Okay, it might be a draft beer or it could be a nice bottled beer. Depends what casino you're gambling in. Here in Maryland, you you gotta pay eight dollars for a freaking bottle of Miller Lite. Nine. Eight dollars for nine for well, a McAltra. Right. Or nine for a Miller Lite. Why I have do no they idea. consider McAltra a? I'm just saying. I'm sorry. I just put two hundred dollars down here on the roulette table. I'll be sorry. And you're going to charge me for a Miller Lite? Can't it be gratis? Well, here's the other thing. I, that's the shit that pisses me off. Well, I'm casinos just saying. in Maryland. Casinos in Maryland. The money. This is how it was. Brought out to the Maryland people. Brought out to the people. The oh, money so better the was education. going to education, to schools. So why are schools every year fighting to get new buildings and upgrades? Why are they fighting every year? Because you know goddamn well those casinos are making a lot of fucking money. Well, they're so not why, in the business to lose. Why are schools fighting to get a new school or to get... Clean fucking water at Lansdowne. Why are schools fighting for new buildings and upgrades? Because the casino money is what was supposed to go to that. And that, what the fuck, his name said, what's his name? Um, Hogan? No, before him, way before him. Oh, O'Malley. Oh, no, and not, that what, yes, that's O'Malley. what O'Malley said. Yeah, O'Malley didn't get it done. Whatever. He didn't I, get I, it I, done? No, o- oh, no, O'Malley got it done. 
wait a minute, Ehrlich ran on the premise of bringing gambling to Baltimore, uh, Maryland as governor, and then O'Malley, whatever. I hate politics. So we're they all lied. On. At the end of the day, at all the, of all, at the, end of the day, they all lied. Education, and none of it has gone to education. How many city schools do you have that still don't fucking have air conditioning? At the end of the day, they all lie. They all lie. They're fucking dicks. And we don't get into this heavy stuff. That's not heavy stuff. We're talking about the kids. And now I don't give a shit about the but kids. But Governor, what about the children? They don't give a fuck about the children. <laughs> That's from the sound of music. But Governor, what about the children? Pretty All right. sure they didn't Now say. I'm changing it up. <laughs> what weird food combinations do you really enjoy? For me, for me, it's about the grilled cheese and the sweet pickles and french fries on my cheeseburgers. What weird food combinations do you like? Um... I'm telling you, if I cannot get a grilled cheese and, you know, they want to give you these limpy-ass dill pickles, I'll take any pickle. But my favorite is the hard crisp, I think it's called Jerkins or something, I don't even know. Jerkins? Jerkins, the Jerkins. little tiny one? Yes! A grilled cheese and a Jerkins pickle. Okay, first of all, I love and some, Jerkins pickles. And some potato chips. Let me tell you what. I don't know what. what they're called, but they're little tiny ones. They're I think sweet. I could I like open them. up a little shop and just serve grilled cheese sandwiches <laughs> with Jerkin pickles and potato chips. Oh, it's potato know. chips. So my weird food thing is um, I used to eat it with my Uncle Jimmy. I love <laughs> potato chip and mustard sandwiches. Sometimes I might throw some brown swagger on there. But I love potato chip How about and bologna? Would you? No. Hell no. Do you ever eat bologna? I love bologna, okay. but I'm not putting it on my potato chip and mustard sandwiches. <laughs> Literally, just white bread, Utz chips, and mustard, and you crunch it. It's so good. Why has it got to be white bread? Just kidding. <laughs> because no. I, it doesn't no, no, taste no. the same with wheat bread. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Why can't it just be bread? I'm just because kidding. Because you gotta have fresh white bread. <laughs> I'm just teasing. I'm just fucking with you. Um, are there any words that annoy you for no reason? Um, like what word? Like a lot of people don't like the word moist. I don't understand that. Moist. I know people don't like it. I don't understand why. People don't like the word cunt. Doesn't bother me. People don't like the word pussy. Doesn't bother me. Um, I'm just saying the word... I don't know. And I actually saw a Facebook post today where someone said, is it wrong for me to say you're not ladylike because you say fuck? Yes, it fucking is wrong for you to say that. Like, why? I'm sorry. I can I be, can be ladylike when I need to be. When I, you know and what? I am Here. unapologetic for who I am, what I say, and how I act. Actually, sometimes I am apologetic for how I am. <laughs> <laughs> but I am unapologetic for who I am and what the fuck I say. Well, Why, I, if you say the F word, you're not a lady? Fuck you. Actually, some of the smartest people in the whole entire world say fuck. I'm just Hello, saying. Hello, me, me. You <laughs> say it for emphasis. I say it because I think it's fun. <laughs> I don't like, think there is a word that affects. There are words that offend me. Oh, there are words that offend me. But you know what? Here's the thing. I, I feel like this is how I feel about offensive words. I am out of my feelings. 
How about instead of looking for everything to be offensive, look at things and see how can I make that a positive? There you go. You know, it's so funny. We were down the beach this weekend and it was cold and it was windy and on oh, my soul on the way down. And we, on the way down, all Dennis did was bitch, 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 bitch and complain. And I don't know, we were, we had to go up and around. We couldn't even go over the Bay Bridge because it was so windy. And halfway down, I was like, so we had to go up and around 95. And he said, yep, I'm going to complain the whole entire way. And I just laughed. And I said, about anything, about the music, about the wind, about the car in front of him, about the car behind him, about the car he was driving. He just was (laughs) complaining. He just was in that mode. You know, he was in the complain mode, which I understand because I've been there. Yeah, I I I have been been there too. I've been there. So I saw it and he was tired. He worked and I think he had a shitty day at work. And I was like, okay, so I'm just kind of laughing and whatever. So when we got to the beach, um, a couple other people had experienced the same thing and everybody was like kind of feeling negative. And I said, all right, I'm making a rule for the weekend. You say something negative about something, you got to follow it up with something positive. I don't like that rule. Oh no. Let me give you an example. Okay. So. I'm going to say this and I don't, oh, geez. Well, I, I've got a great example. I'm not a big Joe Biden fan. Oh, I'm just saying <laughs> I'm not a big Joe Biden I mean, fan. me either. Fuck that him, being but. said, when people badmouth him, I, re, I respect the office. I don't have to respect the man. I respect the office of the presidency. He is my president. I don't want him to fail. So when people badmouth him, which we could, we're not going into politics, but I'm just saying, I feel no, like you are. but, but no, no, we're not. We're not. I, this is the first thing that came to my mind, like of an example of if you're going to say something bad about someone, you got to say something nice. And that's the analogy. you. That's a, yeah. That's the one I chose. Joe Nothing Biden. else. Well, I don't know. Like Queen Elizabeth. And like, no, why would you say anything bad about the queen on my soul? So I'm just saying, so Joe Biden, if you don't like Joe Biden, you can say Joe Biden is a creepy motherfucker. And you'll say, oh, but he's wearing a nice tie. So I'm just saying it, one doesn't have to relate to the other. If you say something Does bad not, about but there someone, are some things that I will never say anything nice about. And uh, I'm just saying, if I say something bad about something or someone, or wait a second. All right. I don't okay. like that rule. I love that rule. Cause you know what? It keeps me, you know what we should do lifted. when we're out with all our girls one night. <laughs> if you say something <laughs> negative, make you that got, rule. You have to say, the and tell rule. everyone, <laughs> here's the rule. If you say something negative about someone or something, you've got to follow it up with something positive. I am not drinking that drink. Because it tastes like horse's ass. But it's a pretty color. <laughs> I'm just it saying. It smells good. <laughs> a horse, right. But it tastes, I don't know what a horse's ass tastes <laughs> I was going to say, do you know? But. That's all I'm saying, is that if you say something Okay, negative, so the next time we're 
out with all of our girls. I'm telling you, it is really a great rule. All right, well, if we'll you, do it. Like, when we you will, find yourself being, and I'm so sorry I used the political, because we're not political, but that's all I can think of at the top <laughs> of my head. Anyway, so, cicadas, they are not <laughs> locust. Who said they were locusts? Well, they're cicadas. Call, I know, but people call like cicadas, locusts, and whatever. They're cicadas. And so, right now in 2021, they're going to be in Ohio. So, if you're listening, they're in Maryland. They're Ohio, here. Illinois. They're here. Look at your parts ground. of PI, PA, and PI. Where's PI? PI. <laughs> Where's PI? No, parts of PA. What's that PI? I talk too fast. And then Maryland and Delaware, mostly Who here in Maryland. Shit? This is the epicenter. I, don't I know we about, are the epicenter. I don't give a shit about PA and Ohio. And I'm trying to be empathetic. I'm not. Okay. They don't have to wear uh, a netting. I got a joke. What does Illinois and Maryland have in common besides? Uh, what does Chicago and, and Baltimore have in common besides all the fucking cicadas coming down to the ground? I can't wait to hear this. Yeah. We are not political. Cicadas use food. <laughs> I don't understand any of what you just said. <laughs> it's okay. I know what I just said. I don't understand any of what Did you, you know said. that cicadas are used as food in several countries in I'm the world? I'm sure they are. Oh, but let me tell you where they are a delicacy. China. Fuckers. Anyway. Was I right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> So are cats and dogs. Shan dog cuisine in China. All right, I think we are uh, about the end of our thing. What you got, Shell? Anything you want to talk about specifically? I mean, yes, but it'll take too much time. We'll save it for next week. All right, we'll table I'll it. I'll give a shout out to our small business. All right. Here's I your... give a shout out to Gina at Esteem Beauty Boutique in Arbutus. She's located at 5300 East Drive. If you're from the area, she is the corner shop next to the Old Luckies. Oh, okay. That's now going to be some crab plates. Um, she does eyebrows, lash extensions, facials, makeup lessons, makeup sessions for special events. She does wacky, waxings. There are a couple Whackings. of... Whackings? Whackings. <laughs> <laughs> she will whack a mofo. <laughs> there are a couple of other girls there that do things. You can get massages. There's a massage therapist. She does prenatal massages, sports massages. She does deep tissue massages. I think Allison went there <laughs> for a facial. They are... They're very good. They're located on East Drive and... We will put their website, their contact information on our Facebook page. As soon as Trina gets all, <laughs> gets her life together. Well, I can't put that all on Trina because I, I haven't done it either. So I'm like four weeks behind now. So my small business is um, Blue Iris Flowers in Catonsville. Um, so let me just tell you about Blue Iris Flowers. So way back when um, I used them for a major event in my life that didn't work out and I'm really happy for that. And that was the old owner, Patsy Lau, who helped me. And then in um, 
sometime in the summer of 2008, this young lady named Allison, I don't know her last name because I do order flowers from Blue Iris when I need to send flowers or for funerals or birthdays, I use Blue Iris. Um, they are located at 918 Frederick Road in Catonsville, Maryland. I will also um, put their information. But here's, here's the cool thing about that. Um, Allison, the young lady that owns the shop now, mm-hmm. she started working there in 2008. She was a student at, uh, student at UMBC. In the spring of 2011, she bought that. That, that was, that's what she wanted. So she took, she took ownership. Um, on February the 6th, 2017, Blue Iris burnt down. Total, total devastating loss. That's a shame. But you know what happened? The Rydell family, you know, Rydells and Arbutus. That also burnt down. That also burnt down years later. They housed her and allowed her to conduct her business out of their shop. And then a little over a year later, she was secured at 918 Frederick Road. In the heart of Canesville. <clears throat> so Good for her. Yeah. So Blue Iris Flowers, they're always quality. My friend Crystal works there now. So look them up. So what is your weird fun fact, Shell? You got one? Well, I figured in light of the Derby and our, the Preakness. Our useless information. I would, in light of the Derby and the Preakness, I would like to talk about Secretariat. Because oh, my soul. for everyone listening, if you have not watched that movie, it, please watch it. It is one of my all-time favorite movies ever. And it's about a horse, in case you didn't know. <laughs> it's about the one of the greatest horses in the history of horse racing. Um, Secretariat still holds the fastest Preakness time since 1973. He ran 37.8 miles per hour. And here's what I did not know, actually. I found interesting. A normal horse's heart weighs eight and a half pounds. Secretariat's heart weighed 22 pounds. 20, almost 22 pounds. That's a huge goddamn heart for a horse to go along with. Almost two and a half (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. I heard that saying. But also, um, Secretary is the only non-human to ever make the ESPN 50 greatest athletes of the century. Well, that's fucking awesome. The only one. So I just love that movie. I love it. It's amazing. And he had 663 spawn. They're not called Spawn, but he's a he's a star. Three hundred and he was a stud. One when of they them tur- were winners, and fifty-four of them when were they turned them out the pasture. Winners when he turned them out the pasture to go and that's eat. a lot of babies. Yeah, well, he was a male whore. He was a male horse whore. Well, he wasn't because <laughs> when he first started, you know, donating his sperm as a male horse, <laughs> they said his sperm was immature. So they mated him with, like, non-racing horses, non-significant horses. 
until they found out that, yes, it's champion. It's champion sperm. <laughs> so they said, go be a teenager It was <laughs> in your young 20s he, they, and until you graduate, till your he, wife and your mistress. Is, is it, what the he fuck? He studded. Yeah, three, it's called stud. He was a stud, or he studded. He's a stud. It's a stud. He's for a stud. three females, three mares. Is that they're called mares? Mares, fillies. Before they would have, fillies are the babies, before they would have him, like. Right, I said mares have fillies. Before they would have him, like, knock up racehorses, they had him knock up nobodies. And I hope those nobodies won it all. Well, you're nobody called today. <laughs> anyway, so my fun fact for today, actually, I don't really have one. So I'm just going to leave you with this. Um, did you know that your shoe size is from your wrist to your elbow? I did. And so is your penis. I don't have a penis. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm going to. I'm going to have to measure that for Dennis. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening and tuning in. This You have been listening to TMI. I'm Trina. And I'm Michelle. Have a great week. Peace out.